0: Okay, guys. So, welcome to Gregor Henderson's hot seat. Um, Greg is literally coming up to the end of his six months. Um, over the last couple of weeks, and he's obviously just been kind of taking some time, enjoying his uh, December. He's been having a few stag do's. He's also been hard studying. But as you can see on the screen here, like this is this is effectively what like five months of just putting the right work in and just really, really grafting things out and and kind of following things through to completion can do for you. So there's gonna be a ton of little nuggets and little valuable sort of insights. So make sure you've got your pen and your paper ready. If you do have any questions, just write in the chat box ask. And um, but yeah, we're gonna try to take a deep dive into it and just see what we can see what we can learn from this more than anything. Gregor, just even looking at these photos here, like what what stands out to you? What do you, I don't know, what, like if you were having a conversation with this guy on the left hand side, what would you say to yourself just as an
1: overview? Uh, I don't know. Um, I think I was probably surprised by how much weight I had to lose, to be honest. Because um, I think uh, at the start I was sitting about 16 stone or there, thereabouts, but didn't feel like an overweight. But obviously, like you can see, there's a massive difference there. So I think I think I probably just was unaware that I had so much kind of excess that I could do without, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, huge, huge, and then slowly but surely we've just obviously been pushing and pushing and pushing. And um, I know a big thing for you as well was that you don't want to like we were doing this through season as well like we wanted to make sure that we were still performing at our best so like strength in the gym was a big focus for us so we didn't really we didn't really lose any strength I mean okay the gym wasn't open all the time and that was obviously something we had to kind of manage but yeah like as well just kind of how you've managed this and we'll also take a deep dive into training and nutrition and, and a little bit onto the mindset as well so so awesome stuff man absolutely awesome so um very quickly very short I just want to get a couple bullet points just in terms of as you said like back then when you're in this sort of picture on the left give us a, an overview in terms of what was kind of life like beforehand just in terms of like structure in terms of training in terms of nutrition even in terms of like lifestyle because obviously you've been working and then you've got these different jobs and you've now got some artwork that you're doing as well so just there was there was a lot of moving parts there at that point so give the guys a bit of an overview.
1: Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't too bad to be fair. Like it was, it was all right, uh, but I think um, it was just a case of uh, I, I was pretty relaxed about everything. Like I've always been like fairly active, fairly fit and stuff. Um, so felt like I was probably in a, a decent place. But I've had quite a lot of like injuries over the last few years with like play American football. Um, so I've kind of struggled a bit with just cardio because I've not been able to run. Um, so. I was aware that I was kind of probably not quite as trim as I'd like to be, um, and also I think I'd been thinking about kind of doing some sort of kind of somewhat way, like PT in some form for a while, but it just never really been that first. Um, I think because I didn't feel like I was overweight, then there was no like, kind of it wasn't, it wasn't an incentive, but there wasn't really like a kind of catalyst for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I was working so I've got a full-time job, got a part-time job, just started studying as well. Um so things are busy. Um probably in the gym maybe I don't know 3 4 times a week I would say but like just out of habit as much as anything else. Um just because like, I've, I've been going to the gym for years and years. Um and then we've got between that kind of training and games on a Sunday. So like didn't feel didn't feel terribly terrible physically but didn't feel any special and then also I think we started working kind of about a year into lockdown, Matt. So yeah. obviously it had been a bit of a weird year. It had been the longest I'd been out of the gym for a long time. And I thought it was as good a time as any, just to try something a bit different and just yeah. mix it up. Yeah, Absolutely
0: cool so then fast forward again as I said here we are um, <laughs> stag do's and weekends away and birthdays and celebrations as well I think that's like that's been one of the things as well is like you look at those photos and I know that we've obviously touched base and um, the weight sort of we are kind of giving you that kind of weight to kind of stick within but we're, we're definitely managing it and you know kind of what's possible in terms of when you flip the switch i.e. when January comes round and you've obviously got that clear run of things like I have no doubt that you'll be able to get back into that shape by yourself and that's kind of the goal that we always said we wanted to do. But you've had, stag. I mean, you've had, what, three, four stag do's over the last, like, four or five months? And then you've had birthdays and uh, the rugby and, and the, obviously the Scotland games, and you were in Edinburgh and you were in Manchester, and you've had a bunch of different things going on. So give us kind of a, a couple of bullet points in terms of what would you say life's like now when you kind of look at these in terms of how you look at training, how you kind of look at nutrition. And again, just just bullet points, summaries, and then we'll kind of take a little bit more of a deep dive into that.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been a bit of a balance I suppose um it's been interesting because like obviously there's been times over the last 6 months where you've had I've had to just like be quite strict and say no and like we've been on like quite severe calorie deficits and stuff in which case you can't go out and like just go for any out cuz it sets you back like three four days um but I do feel like I've not missed out that much over the last kind of 6 months because we've been able to kind of cater to it and plan so I have been able to do a lot of things like I've been like my birthday's in November. Obviously, you've got Christmas in December, and everyone wants to go out and meet people and stuff. Um, so, I, I don't feel I feel like I've managed to kind of not so much plan for it, but just a bit of awareness around kind of what I'm doing and what you do to kind of mitigate things and, and how you can kind of enjoy yourself, but without like going on a bit of a binge, I suppose. Yeah. So I think, I think it's the things awareness that I've got now that I'm, I'm thinking about it actively, whereas if it had been six months ago, a year ago, like. I wouldn't be going mad because, like, I'm reasonably health-conscious, but, like, I wouldn't have really had much thought about kind of what I'm doing through the rest of the week or, like, how that impacts mm-hmm. on cash and stuff.
0: Yeah, dude, absolutely huge. And I think that takes us on to the, sort of the first point. So I want to just get kind of three for you in terms of like those, like, mindset switches like you when you say that, like you're actively forward thinking, like you have more awareness on it. And you even mentioned the words like binge there. And I know that's something that we've sort of just kind of brought awareness onto. And what does that actually look like when you just sort of introduce kind of more food flexibility? When you kind of give yourself permission to to not be as sort of on plan and sort of rigid as well. So for you, like what's been the three biggest like lessons in terms of a, a mindset wise that you think's been the the big
1: shift for you? Uh, I think one, it's just about kind of planning and being aware about what we've got coming up. So like, if, obviously you kind of tend to have an idea of if you're going to be out one weekend or away or whatever, then let I know that I might have to like work a little bit around that. Like think about what, what I'm kind of eating and stuff and exercise that I'm doing, plan like a different kind of workout session for the week, like kind of yeah. different days in the gym, that kind of thing. Uh, and just like kind of balance out a little bit. Um, but I just have that little bit of planning as opposed to kind of, Working through the week as per normal.
0: Yeah, instead of just winging it, more than anything. Aye, uh, pretty much. And then just to maybe kind of contrast that as well, because exactly that, dude, like we've had moments where we've like, um, we've had weeks where it's been absolutely perfect. Do you know what I mean you like nailed it, like absolutely to perfection? And then the week after, like we still had that same plan as well. And then it maybe just wasn't quite as, as good. So when things aren't quite going you well and it's maybe not quite as plain sailing, like how do you feel you manage that? I feel that probably a good second point to to look at in terms of the mindset. How do you adjust those expectations? What do you say to yourself? Or how do you kind of um draw a line under the sand and move on?
1: Uh, I think it's probably been about, I think one of one of the things that I've always struggled with is like an all or nothing kind of mindset. Like we talked about, with like the binging and stuff. Like, like if I'm eating something, I like eat a lot of it and just eat it immediately. Uh, or if like, it's exercise or that program, whatever I'm happy to like put in loads and loads of work, but I kind of struggle whether uh, do a little bit but not the full thing. Um, so I think that those days when like I wasn't feeling great or we had other stuff going on or like I was pressured for time, like instead of kind of canning a workout or like just eating whatever I wanted like there was an element of kind of like whatever you do matters like it all kind of adds up so if I can go and do half yeah. a workout that's better than not doing a full one or if like I've I think what we talked about a few times with the food like if I've had like a bit of like scabby lunch then it's all right I'll just go back and have a better dinner as opposed to just putting the full day in the bin and like eating whatever for an evening so just yeah. I think a little bit of kind of less of an all or nothing mindset and more about just one thing at a time.
0: Yeah. And again, was there anything sort of specifically that you think that, you know what, like that kind of clicked? Because I mean, we all can relate to that. And looking at that all or nothing, I know for for us, dude, like I would kind of speak to that in terms of, dude, you're a hardworking individual. Do you know what I mean? Like Gregor's a full-time student. He's a full-time employer, employee, and he's also, um, does art and design and like landscape and makes these amazing 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 artist an amazing drawer painter and um do you know i mean he's doing three different things at once and he's extremely hard working so that kind of rest and recovery like it's very hard for us to kind of switch off i suppose and then we spoke a little bit of kind of switching on so again like i feel everyone who has that all or nothing mindset when we say, like, relax, chill out, slow down, like, it's kind of, uh, <laughs> it kind of goes against everything which we stand for. Like, I get anxiety when someone's like, Matthew, you just need to relax, and I'm sure you feel the same. So how do you feel you actually, like, how did that actually kind of hit home? Is it anything specific that you can think of that you came across, or it was one day when you actually skipped out a training session, you realized you felt better, or it was something that
1: somebody else has said, like, what?
0: Wh- what do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there was like one point. I think it was kind of through the process, particularly when we had like goals to work towards. Like, it, like for me at the start, it was never about like kind of like losing X amount of weight or whatever, or looking like this or that it was about kind of how good I was feeling like when we hit six months and like if I felt like I'd achieve something. But when we started to put in like kind of weight loss goals and calorie goals and stuff, obviously you're you're adding up things day to day. And like if you've got say a calorie count for the week then you know that if you go a bit over for like lunch, then don't do that for the meal because then you you need to catch up later on. Whereas you can just like bring it down a little bit, kind of like that kind of thing. I think yeah. when, when we were working towards like specific goals and kind of you realise how much things add up, I think that's when it kind of started to click for me. Yeah,
0: it sounds like we had a lot of, more than anything, it just sounds like clarity. I mean, once you get that mental distortion, if you you were focusing solely on the weight loss in terms of the number on the scale, if you jumped on the scale and it didn't go down the way that you'd want it, um, you'd feel quite disheartened. But the fact that we really wanted to focus in terms, you know what, like, I really want to push myself and get everything that I possibly can over these six months, like as long as that's the goal and as long as you're pushing yourself towards the very very best of your ability and then again as we said like we're going to set some weight loss goals in addition to like as part of the process so that we know that we're on the right guidelines rather than the weight loss specifically being the main focus i think that's absolutely huge man absolutely huge because when you've got that clarity you've got that direction and if you don't have that direction you've got distortion and that's when you know that you're not on the right path like I would mentioned up here as well, how can you be disciplined to the plan that you don't have? So making sure that you've got that plan, making sure that you're adjusting those expectations and being okay with it not being perfect and just thinking, you know what, in the bigger picture, in the six-month goal and the 12-month goal, that's what will make the, the big, big difference. So... Just kind of onto lifestyle in terms of adjusting, though, is, like, let's maybe get a bit more technical. Like, I feel like the mindset, like, that's big. Some big goal stuff, I love that. But, like, what do you do? Like, just give, when you say adjusting your training plan, adjusting your nutrition plan, adjusting your your workout or your food order, like, let's get, like, quite granular on this one. It's quite specific. What do you actually do in those moments? Is it just a matter of my fence pal, or is it a low-calorie day, low-calorie options? is it looking at the menu when you're going out is it alcohol choices like give the guys a couple of wee tips that they can try focus on
1: uh well in, t- in terms of like the kind of fitness and workout side of things like it for me it was just a different approach like I'd never worked to like a program before um it's always been very much a kind of when you've got time that's when I'll go to the gym or I fancy going to the gym like these days a the week but we- when we were doing it like we kind of had a like, Monday, Tuesday, we'll be in the gym, we'll be doing this and this. Thursday, Friday, we'll be doing this and this. And, like, I just, it took, for me, it took the the, the decision-making out of it, essentially. It just meant I knew what I was doing, and I just went and did it. I didn't have to, kind of, and, like, I just planned, not necessarily planned around it, but it was, I knew that was going to happen, so I made it happen. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, you can, kind of, like, also track your progress if you're, like, being, like, kind of, a uh, Consistent in your training and stuff, you can see what you're lifting or what you're managing and how, how much you can do every week. So that that was different, that was just a change for me. Um, just a, a different approach, and sure some of the boys do that already, but it was just a bit. Yeah
0: huge and then in terms of new nutrition again let's say let's say you're heading out this weekend and um, well it's got Christmas of course well heading out this weekend not really going anywhere but you've got Christmas this weekend mate Um, let's say you were putting that in again in terms of like or, or rewind back to the week of your birthday what are some simple strategies you focused on there to to go out enjoy yourself but just like you know what like it's not going to make that big a difference in the grand scheme of things like what would you focus on
1: uh, I think part of it was just being aware of the whole calories in calories out thing and just try to like remember what your kind of balance is so maybe you do have a little bit less through the week or like the days you're going out you have a slightly lighter breakfast or whatever and then you, you've got a bit more kind of room to wiggle with later on um, and I, I suppose I, I, will, I have been drinking less the last six months like I'm not like I've been like a massive massive drinker but like I could happily put away quite a lot um
0: that's the rugby boy in you. That's it.
1: <laughs> oh yes. but, but like because I've been conscious of things, then I, I might quite happily just have like a few, just a few less, even, um, and then because you feel it, like not just like impact your kind of like weight and stuff, but obviously your workouts next day, that kind of thing. Um, or we talked about like maybe going for like kind of whiskey as opposed to beer a little bit earlier on, so just changing what you're kind of drinking, just managing your calories there. Um, and also the food when when you're out like obviously kind of out for the day by kind of evening time night time like quite happy to go for like a chippy or get kebab or whatever or like whatever's happening been out all day then just bear in mind kind of that's one more thing that you're putting into your body and well like, if I don't need it then I'll not have it like I think I was out um, Saturday, Saturday I think and maybe maybe like Previously, I would have like just gone and grabbed something on the way home, but I wasn't actually that hungry. It would have just been out a habit, so I just didn't. And yep. at, that's one less kind of thing I'm going to feel groggy about in the morning.
0: Yeah, it sounds so simple, but just asking yourself those questions like, do I do I want this? Do I need this? Is this going to be? Is this going to benefit me at all? Like, I'm actually going to feel better from this. And then, yeah, I think having that kind of process as well and. I know we've done a lot in terms of like mindful eating as well, just in terms of like slowing things down when you're out, like having those conversations and and just really focusing on the, the moment as well. I know that's been a, a big, big difference for yourself there. So I think, I think that's solid. Again, it's really, really simple, but it, it can be that simple. Try not to kind of overcomplicate it. If we have any questions in the chat box team, just kind of based on any of these thoughts, just write ask. And again, we'll just sort of, Unmute yourself and ask onto those one. Um, and then, yeah, I think again, just looking, um, the last one I want to touch on would just be in terms of like how you look at kind of your body. So, you've used like the words like binging in the past, and we kind of look at your, your body in terms of how you fuel your body. So, what do you think has been like your three or a couple of things to take away from this process, just in terms of how you look at performance in the gym, how you look at kind of food and how it fuels you? versus maybe what you you used to as you said is that awareness was 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 a big thing but is there anything else you want to kind of add on
1: uh i think in terms of food and stuff it's just little changes but and because you're because we spent so long uh like kind of really being very careful about kind of um calorie count and stuff like you like it's getting a little habits so like and you'd ever had like extra for breakfast, then it'd be three hundred calories as opposed to like five six hundred. And I could, I was finding that if I was eating at certain times of the day, then and then working out, then what kind of what time I needed to eat to like have the energy to go and like get a good session and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Also, oh, obviously, we had like we were working towards having games on Sundays and stuff, and like couldn't couldn't play without like a lot of energy. Um, because it's what three hours that you're kind of pretty much full out. So. We were like quite conservative through the week and then Saturday was having a bigger meal and just kind of getting the kind of calories and, and then Sunday I was of fruit and cereal and stuff in the morning um, and yep. then just trying and like tone it back down and, and low through the week as well. So yeah. I think just about looking at it, it as kind of fuel as much as anything. Um, and then also, like, just because I was eating, like it was wee things, like because I was eating less sugar and stuff, like I started like, really enjoying fruit because it was sweet. <laughs> like yeah. I was buzzing for like a bowl of fruit and yogurt or something, like which really <laughs> yeah, isn't that exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised, you'd be surprised. I love that. And for anyone who's like, so thought we'd done there with there because he exactly, like, I was playing. And, Pretty much every Sunday, he was training Sundays or he was playing on a Sunday, and we'd have him in, in the gym four days a week. So what we'd done is his training program, on a Monday, we'd, we'd just do a recovery session. We'd pretty much go, throw him in the gym, and he'd do like a 20-minute kind of like assault bike, rower, uh, maybe even a little bit. We and of started working up to a run. So Gregor had a, a really bad sort of calf injury, so the goal for us, for us was obviously, right, can he start running a 5K? Can he start running and playing without the risk of him doing his calf again. Um, so again, we would come in on a, a Monday after a really tough training session on a, a Sunday. And uh, yeah, we would just put him in a wee cardio recovery session, get him moving, get him sweating. I have a pretty low calorie day kind of on the, the Monday, have a slightly higher day on the Tuesday. He would then sort of train some, some legs. We'd done three full body workouts, but it was a leg heavy day, an upper body heavy day. And then uh, more of kind of, a we'd done we'd obviously include a bit more shoulders and arms as well on the on the third day. So he had quite a high day, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was quite a lower day to kind of deplete him down. And then Friday was again, quite a lower day. And then Saturday, like we really bumped up his his calories because obviously he was training or playing on a Sunday and then it would have two high days and a Saturday and a Sunday. So basically I had sort of two medium days, two low days, um, sorry, three medium days, two low days, and then two high days because obviously on a Saturday, Sunday, he'd preload for his game and then Sunday he'd go out with the boys or he'd go out on a day, like with his girlfriend and, and have some food after it or he'd be going out with the family so he'd we'd just sort of budget those calories towards kind of those days which were really really important to him more than anything so so yeah that's kind of a, a snapshot in terms of what we focused and just a little bit of planning a little bit of preparation more than anything so awesome awesome i don't know if there's anything else that you want to add on to body lifestyle mindset um at all anything at all gregor
1: no i th- i think that covers kind of most of the key points
0: yeah perfect and then my last two questions my man would literally just be like again what one piece of advice knowing what you know now would you would you give to yourself like if you were to have that conversation with your guy again five months ago what would you what would you sort of say to him and just try to take that away with him
1: uh i don't know it's tricky like because obviously like i feel like we've had like some quite good outcomes um so I mean, like, obviously there's stuff we could have done better, but I do feel like we've been quite successful. Um, so I suppose it's just a case of, like, it's worth it, work through it. <coughs> set set little goals and just work towards them. Because I think for me, like, we like we had, like, obviously, like, points where I was struggling to kind hit our goals and stuff. And then as soon as we were kind of setting, like, small, achievable, immediate goals, I found it a lot, hard, a lot easier to work towards them.
0: Yeah, huge, so,
1: man. Too, so that, I think.
0: Yes, awesome, awesome, and then my man, um, heading into 2022, what do you feel you're, you're most excited about? Uh,
1: I don't know, just uh, I, I don't know. I think we've been losing essentially losing weight for like five, six months, so I'm excited to not be losing weight. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to go and like eat some food and. I'm hoping to basically. I'm hoping to kind of come out of Christmas, and I feel I can kind of consistent weight with them. am at just now, and then we can hopefully kind of bump up calories and just get a little bit stronger again. Absolutely,
0: getting stronger. Absolutely, my friend. I think that is absolutely spot on. So again, guys, like just. These hot seats are, are in a position where you can obviously ask your questions, but it just goes to show like when when you try simple, when you when you aim to simplify things down, and these are sort of the big takeaways, and it's nothing which you guys aren't doing. It's it's nothing but it's just the difference between knowing and then obviously putting that into practice and putting that into work. And hopefully these these sessions here just give you that ability to focus and you know, it's just well, he's done it. So asking yourself that question like well, well why can't i like do you know what i mean why not me why not because gregor came to me and he asked that question i, I really just want to see what could be possible if i handed the reins over to a personal trainer because he said he's been thinking about it and i was like dude you write the plan i'll follow it through the execution and as you can see here five months apart, coming into six months, heading into December, like that's pretty much what could be possible when you put it in and, and you do the work. So, so dude, absolutely incredible. This is where we throw over to the chat box. Um, guys, let us know what was your biggest takeaway. And if you do have any questions, um, we have Alex and Jay. So Jay, do you want to just unmute yourself first? Um, share what was your biggest takeaway? And if you do have any questions for Gregor, now would be the right time.
1: Yeah, Um, <clears throat> awesome stuff man and uh yeah congratulations if i can even get to your start point in six months i'll be quite happy but um that's that's next year's challenge with matt um i think for me biggest takeaway to be honest is just two key words awareness and consistency being aware of what you're doing and just keeping at it consistently and 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 watching the results happen on the back of it yeah
0: huge huge i think that's that's awesome like Gregor, would you agree we kind of focused? So there was times we focused on the number on the scale and it wasn't quite going in our direction. We were up and we were down. And that's kind of when we spoke about like the there's a, a process goal and then there's an outcome goal. And I'm pretty sure I use that analogy like Bill Belichick, who's the, the, the manager of the, the Patriots, he has this quote the scoreboard will take care of itself. As long as we do our job, as long as we run our routes, as long as we pass the ball, as long as you block, as long as you do your job by ticking these boxes, the number on the scale will effectively take care of itself. I'm pretty sure I used that analogy with you, Gregor. Um yeah, anything you want to add on to that at all?
1: No, not really, because like it, it was never about like losing a lot of weight for me. It just became a kind of in like in terms of like the number that we were aiming for, it was just more a catalyst. It was a it was a process thing because we were we, we started off to kind of just getting into a rhythm and work like kind of working through workouts and stuff. Just I think so Mark could get a kind of baseline and then we decided like the process we we're going to go through was like just trim down a little bit. But it was never about we want to be like X weight. It was more like a, this is the kind of level we want to get at where you're performing to your best. So I think uh, it wasn't really about kind of the number as such.
0: Huge. And again, if you can keep awareness and consistency at the forefront. The number takes care of itself, as we said, absolutely huge. Alex, my friend, over to you. Anything? What was your biggest takeaway? And then any questions? Anything you want to add on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Congrats, Gregor. Um, it's quite motivational for me because I think a lot of people you see going to personal trainers, they're trying to lose weight as their main goal. And like Gregor said, that that wasn't his main goal, and it's not my main goal. Uh, so it's kind of motivational to see where I could possibly be in like five or six months. Um. I did have a few questions, but you sort of, you basically answered them, going through those slides there. I like the idea of like the small goals that you were talking about on the last slide. Mm. Got any kind of examples?
1: Gregor? Uh, well, for us, like towards the end, it did become a, 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 I know I said weight wasn't the kind of main thing, but it was like a, say in two weeks, we're going to lose whatever, uh, five pounds or whatever, we're going to lose a couple of kilos. Um and then like when I was struggling, kinda of, because after like Cali deficit for such a long time, like it did get to a point where you're like, I, I just want anything kind of sweet or fatty and sight. Um but you but you know that basically kind of within two weeks, if you can get to that thing, then you've achieved your goal. So for me, like we did a wee thing about kinda of, we did a wee thing about um like achieving weight at the end, but there was also in kind of in the gym, it was like a even just I asked Matt to make my program specific weights so that I was going in, I wasn't just putting on like whatever kind of plates onto the thing. It was uh, like this week we're going to do hundred. This week we're going to do one hundred five. That kind of thing. So I went in and I was just and it wasn't even a kind of negotiable. It was just a we'll do that and then next week we'll go up a little bit um, and that kind of takes a choice out a little bit um, and also it means that you kind of need that consistency because you need to be doing it week in week out to be able to do that. Um, so I think that that's kind of two of the small goals that we set. Yeah.
0: Yeah, perfect. Um, um, Greg, what, remember we, we changed your diet once and instead we were, we were doing like a calorie deficit quite slow and steady. And then we've done like a two-week two week on, two-week off. I called it the blast and cruise approach. What was, how was, tell them, tell the guys who are listening to this back and obviously are here just now, like give them a quick overview. What did that look like and how beneficial was that to you? As you said, did the two-week goal mark
1: almost? Uh, I think... We were, I think for about five days a week, maybe we were, what, 1,800 calories? Um, Yeah. Which, and then kind of the two higher days at the weekend, um, and then there was at times kind of slight variation with that kind of through the week. Um, But I I mean, that was a big thing for me because 1,800 calories was like, just a little bit more than half of what I could quite easily eat. Um, so uh, that took a bit of getting used to. Um, and then within that, you're obviously doing a, kind of, a workout most of those days as well. So you need to make sure you get energy for that. Um, drinking a lot of water, thinking very carefully about kind of what food's going in in terms of like, if you making the most of the calories you've got and kind of volume and stuff, adding in salads, which is something I'm not really massively in the habit of, but that makes your plate bigger, then it was helpful.
0: Uh, yeah, so stuff. Yeah, spot on. So again, like just uh, as a from my point of view, what we were looking at was adherence was starting to kind of slowly but surely slip, and we basically had Gregor in like a, a calendar deficit. We're like, cool for this month. These are the goals and targets which we're going to hit and um, week two was good week three started to kind of slip so i took them off of the, the cali deficit and then we just maintained on week four the next rounds next month i went i was like ah, i really want to get back on that i'm annoyed at myself that i didn't stick to it so again for gregor he's like i want to be here i want to stick to it and he was kind of getting we're kind of getting annoyed at the plan so we decided to change the plan instead of just doing a four-week slow and steady cali deficit instead what we done is the blasting cruise approach so usually we would lose like four to five pounds in the space of a month. And um, I was like, Gregor, the next two weeks, the next 10 days are effectively going to suck. And now you're going to go down to 1800 calories. You'll lose about four to five pounds in the next two weeks. And then we will maintain for either one week or two weeks, depending on how you respond. And we basically just layered that for I think that was like month four or five. We kind of lowered that in. We, we we brought that change after about sort of ten weeks of dieting, and um, just to kind of give you that, like instead of just two days of a diet break, it literally was two weeks of a diet break. So it sucked for for ten days, um, but to to have that put off the gas for a prolonged period of time and and take you back to sort of those two and a half thousand calorie days, like five days a week, I know that that had a big big difference there. So so yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, cool I don't think there's anything more I want to add on uh,
1: Gregor anything
0: at all you want to wrap up with
1: no no but just I, uh, hard work but enjoyed it overall
0: smashing smashing well team thank you very much uh, I'll speak to each of you guys on the flip side a little bit later on and uh, yeah let's let's close off there